Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, the host of this podcast. And after spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted to continue to find ways to give back to individuals that want to get into this business or individuals that are currently in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. Each week, I'll have the privilege to sit down with top-ranking professionals in our industry. You'll hear their career path, what they look for in successful people, and ultimately a few key takeaways for you to apply to your everyday. Time certainly flies. It is crazy to think it's season four of 52 Weeks of Hustle already. With season four, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path. We're going to discuss three key topics that are current in the industry and three hustle hot seat questions. And... Three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now, on to our guest this week. Building a scalable brand for the majority of your career. Our next guest was able to do just that, as I'm excited to have Mark Plutzer, Senior Vice President of Ticketing at Major League Baseball. Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Mark, always excited to chat with you. And, and let's kick it off where we first started. You joined the sport and of Major League Baseball over 25 years ago. First, did you ever imagine you'd still be working in baseball? I wish I could say the answer is yes, but no, <laughs> I mean, it's been an amazing experience and, you know, I'm truly blessed to be still sitting in the seat after such a long time. Now, you know, you're always, when, in, when in, you're into sports growing up, you, I think one of our, our mutual connections early on was the Buckeyes. You went to Ohio State University. How did you end up at MLB in the league office? Uh, yeah, funny. So I was still in school and uh, I'll probably date myself here, but uh, a buddy of mine, um, we saw an ad in, I want to say it was a sporting news in the, in the classified section that they had a um, job fair at the winter meetings. So my buddy and I, Brett Samuel, we went to uh, the 1996 winter meetings, which was up in Boston and, you know, sat in the job fair. I was actually still in school at the time, sat in the job fair, got my name somehow in a resume bank for a position at Volume Services, uh, eventually center plate at Yankee Stadium. And, uh, you know, was kind of lucky enough to end up with the opportunity. I actually graduated. So I graduated. We were in trimester. I graduated in, in March and I graduated on Friday and I started at Yankee Stadium on Monday. So I had like, here you go. Job. Get right to yeah, it. Here, here it was so like yeah, I got a job still in school and walked out and boom, I started working immediately. So it's pretty cool. Pretty quick transition. So, Mark, we could probably talk at nauseum about like, you know, back then. Right. Like that, that's just how how it was like you were just expected to be there on Monday now. And, you know, I don't want to say it's millennials or, or Gen Z's or this out of the other, but like, what's your advice to listeners on just a little bit being willing to take that risk, like, and being willing to say, you know what, Hey, there's an opportunity. I'll find a way to get there from a Friday to a Monday across several States. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. Like, I, you know, if there's an opportunity presented, especially in the sports industry, it's all about getting your foot in the door. You know, I had every intention of going to business school after school. I had every intention in going to to go, you know, backpack in Europe and all that that fun stuff. And all of a sudden, an opportunity came to work at Yankee Stadium. You know, right out of school, and it's hard to to turn that down. So, you know, that that's certainly always my advice. You may like, and I took a role initially um, with with you know buying services in an accounting office. I didn't think I was going to be accountant when I started, and I'm not an accountant now, but. Um, you know, that wasn't really my intention coming out of school, but it was the opportunity presented and I wanted to work in sports and my, I saw a crack in the door and I was able to get my toe in it a little bit. And, you know, that that's always my advice to anybody else. And if that means graduating on Friday and starting on a Monday or taking a job, you didn't really think it's really in your wheelhouse, but it gets you in the door, you know, that you certainly should go for that. 
Absolutely. Well, you know, one of your first roles was in the in the special events department of MLB, and then you eventually got into leadership and really worked your way up into leadership and the role you're in now. What do you feel like you did on a consistent basis to continue to get promoted there internally? Um, you know, I, I like to believe uh, it's coming and working hard and and being diligent and, you know, being mindful and being respectful and, uh, you know, uh, working well within a team. That's always been a huge, uh, you know, piece of collaboration that we have at, at the league office. And, you know, again, it, it's I've always been, as I said before, like a mind of taking opportunities that that maybe somebody else maybe doesn't want or, or isn't really into. And, um, you know, kind of made a career out of that, you know, in a way. And again, you know, just getting your foot in the door and see if you can make it open wider somehow just a little bit. Right. Absolutely. You know, from a, a major league baseball perspective, you know, Mark, like you, you've seen, you know, across not only the, the league office, but other teams of like, there are some teams that people have been able to retain top talent. So like, what does the MLB league office do on a consistent basis to retain top talent like yourself, you know, for so many years? Uh, you know, that's a great question. I, I think the first thing is, and I, you know, I'm going to guess this is the the answer for most uh, areas within sports is I think we hire some smart and and talented people, right? Um, but that also means they're going to be hungry for for new and, and better opportunities. So a lot of the things that we have here are culture based, making sure we're working hard together, making sure we're working well together, a team effort. Um, none of us can succeed on our own. And you know, by being able to work really closely in a collaborative effort, I think that's really enabled all of us to to have a, a longer tenure potentially than we potentially would have otherwise. Um, so again, collaboration, teamwork, all, those are probably the, the key reasons for some of the folks that, that stick around for a bit. Mark, you know, with your current role, you're responsible for overseeing the relationship between MLBAM, its ticketing partners and the MLB clubs. And you've implemented many ticketing initiatives where MLB was first in the space within sports, such as a league level secondary market partnership, mobile ticket delivery, and most recently some subscription model ticketing. I know the easiest answer is no day is ever the same, but but walk the listeners through kind of a day in your life. Well, yeah, no day is ever the same, that's for sure. Uh, you know, I, I would say I kind of have two different routines, in-season and out-of-season. And my in-season routine is, you know, waking up every day. Um, you know, first thing I come in is check, you know, sales reports, what sold well yesterday, where we were for attendance, what's working and what's not working. Um, so largely, so we can get the message out. Hey, we, we saw uh, somebody had a single game sales initiative yesterday that sold a ton of tickets. You know, even if it's something that's two weeks out, we got to get that message broadcast as soon as we can so others can take advantage of it. Um, you know, but at the same time, it's also, again, understanding who's on the road, who's at home, what's coming up, what's what's uh, you know, what's on the docket and, you know, how we, we start to plan to make sure we're executing uh, effectively. You know, the off season isn't isn't much different, um, except that there's a little less looking at the sales reports on an everyday basis, because, uh, again, you know, there's the lead up to obviously to our season. But it's certainly working closely with all of our partners, all of our clubs, all of our vendors, and, and really my staff. And, uh, you know, I, I really looked over the last couple of years for them to take larger roles in our relationships and relationships with the teams and third parties. So in sometimes my roles have more effectively changed to, to managing, working closely with them so they can continue to blossom in their careers. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's it, certainly to your point of like from a leadership end, being able to immerse yourself in with your team members and, and grow and develop. And, you know, Mark, I know working when I worked in the NBA league office in the past at times, there's a challenge because to your point, you're not in the market all the time. You're, you're seeing reports and numbers, which doesn't always have a direct correlation to what's going on. So how have you and your team evolved over the years in ensuring communication and collaboration is always there with the teams, whether it be via Zoom, phone, or actually in person? 
Well, evolved is definitely the key word there because, uh, you know, when we first, and you, and you, you worked in the industry and baseball side when, when we first started doing this and, you know, we had, we had some bumps, right? Um, but, you know, we really figured out ways to work work closely with the teams. I mean, fact of the matter is they're there locally. They know what's best for each market, but we also have a, a bird's eye view in a way where we can see cross markets. We can take a step back. So it's figuring out the best way to kind of communicate within that cycle. Again, Whoever is local is knows what's best. And, you know, that's always going to be the case. But we're seeing things that are working for other markets. I need to know how the individual team then wants to execute something and then be able to take up, up something that worked for somebody else and kind of hand deliver to them in a way that the, that team can then implement it. So, you know, evolving to a strategy like that. And again, a lot of it has to do with, you know, collaboration and making sure you have the relationships and all the things that that go with that. But again, it's figuring out how you take that bird's eye view and, and kind of, uh, you know, injecting that into the local sales efforts. Absolutely. You know, throughout your time, Mark, with the league, what would you say you're most proud of? Um, I guess two things. The first, certainly, is the team that I, I work with here. I mean, I got blessed that, uh, you know, got some great people, you know, Mike Luter and John Tierney, uh, Michael Spluto, Jeff Manahan, you know, and Jim DeSilva and a whole bunch of others that we've been together for a long time. So uh, I'm really proud that we've been able to figure out uh, a path to do it. Uh, but the second thing was and is, um, you know, every time I go to a, a baseball game, you certainly see lots of people in the stands. And need to know that even in such a small way, I've kind of touched their, yep. um, you know, their ability to go to a game and you see parents and the kids and you just see the smiles on their faces. Uh, you know, I again that that never gets tired for me. And I always find it special and, you know, privileged that I, I have that opportunity. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Mark Plutzer, Senior Vice President of Ticketing at Major League Baseball. And, and Mark, let's get into three hot topics. You know, in question one, you know, on the business side of Major League Baseball, it, it's much different than on the field. As, as you're hosting consistent calls and meetings, you're sharing best practices, teams are constantly, you know, collaborating. Why is it important for teams to share knowledge to ultimately make their individual team, but then the league as a whole much better? Yeah. And listen, if you can have 30 people sharing information, uh, it's certainly better than one. Right. And, you know, we have a motto here that we attempt to teach to the top of the class wherever we can. And frankly, every team excels in some facet. Right. So we want to be able to help the teams that are you know, looking to implement similar type of skills and, and whatever that may be. Um, and so sharing and sharing timely is obviously super important as well. So we can get this message out. And we, we built out a structure that really is, is attempting to get, again, information out. We have 
you know, weekly, essentially most valuable practices that we shared and, you know, and then having our network of, of uh, you know, team leaders and club leaders that we can get that message out is obviously super important to get everybody, um, you know, rowing the words in the same direction and sending as much as we can. But to your point, it's, it's getting everybody running in the same direction and, and running parallel paths. And your question too, Mark, a big responsibility of yours is assisting teams from a league level in a variety of business verticals. And, you know, many times you're on the road or on calls or at conferences. And as you travel and talk to owners, C-level executives and everyone else, what are some key characteristics of the most successful people that stand out to you? Uh, work ethic and communication. Um, you know, you certainly aren't going to uh, succeed very, very far if you don't have um, you know, certainly for a, for a long period. And, you know, certainly when you we're on the road and we're meeting with teams, it's, it's, you know, the, the drive, the hunger, but again, the ability, the ability to also communicate effectively with a broad spectrum of people. And, you know, that, that certainly is something you'll see in, in pretty much every facet. In question three, Mark, in addition to all of your responsibility and work on a consistent basis and travel, you're also a husband, father of two, like, how do you balance your personal and work life while also being on the road? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, being present with the family is certain, certainly super important, you know, little things like trying to make sure you can get as many little league games as you can and, and basketball practices and, and all those types of things is certainly something that I, I, uh, my boss has always told me, and I certainly work closely with my, my group on, um, you know, trying to be present as, as best you can. I mean, we live in a world certainly where first off my team has baseball games every day, right? So we need to be present and available all the time. Um, so certainly a pro and a, and a con, but the pro is, is also kind of trains us that we can be available to our families as much as we need to. And we need to make sure we work that and find coverage and and find people to to, to cover us and, and all that stuff that goes with it. Absolutely. Well, Mark, what a great career. As you think back to your time and, and you've talked about what you're most proud of, but what has been your best memory? Uh, I'll go to. So I mentioned before that I got uh, my role at the winter meetings in 1996 and through a, a weird series of events, I actually ran the 2000 winter meeting. So only four years after getting my job at a job fair there, uh, through a paternity leave and a couple other, again, random events, uh, myself and, and Christine Buckley ran the 2000 winter meetings, which was totally awesome. I mean, just the experience of running a meeting that large, that was a year that A-Rod signed his monster contract yeah. with Rangers. And I mean, it was just awesome. Um, so that, that's first. And the second was back in 1999. So you're prior to that. Uh, MLB had the all century team. And one of my roles was to help get some of the guys off the field after they had the all century team moment. Um, and I had to try to get some of the guys to kind of meet and greets and some things that, you know, commitments that they had right after that and seeing the looks on their faces of what just occurred of total awe and walking off one of the, the, the you know, greatest players in the history of major league baseball said, this is one of the coolest moments of my life. And like the look on his face, it looked like it honestly looked exactly like when my kids, like a little kid, little league teams and gone to the all-star game. Like it, it was amazing. And these are people that are used to being in the limelight and the spotlight. And just like, you know, again, that, that reminds you why you do yeah. this. And again, seeing that joy was, was pretty awesome. And that's the cool thing about the, some of those situations where it's just as excited as the kid or, or the diehard fan is the actual athlete or player and coaches as well. Yeah, totally. it was so cool. Well, Mark, ton of great advice. Certainly fun to hear about your journey. To close it out, I'd like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? Sure. If you had to eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, so I guess I my, my former answer would have been uh, Entenmann's chocolate chip cookies because I absolutely love them. But I try and do the gluten-free thing 
now, which stinks. And I can't <laughs> eat these cookies. So I guess I would go with steak. I don't know if I get bored of it, but I certainly love it. So I'll go with that. What's the last thing you completed on your bucket list? Um, growing up, I used to go to Spain a lot as a kid. And I actually got to bring my wife and family there a, a summer ago. And it was that was just totally awesome. So I'd been there before, so it's not a total bucket list, but I always knew that I always wanted to bring them back and bring the family. We got to have a, a great experience in Madrid and Barcelona. It was fantastic. If you hosted a talk show, who would be your first guest? I mean, this is easy. It would be you because uh, uh, you have me on yours. <laughs> there you, you go. Busy, you know, <laughs> that would be a really boring episode, I think. <laughs> Nevertheless, I would still have you on. No, nah, I appreciate it. What about somebody that's actually fun and famous? Um, let's see. I, I always, uh, one of my favorite actors of all time is, is Dennis Leary. And I, I once, uh, I guess he, he helped broadcast on a Red Sox game once. And I, I mean, I was laughing for, for days listening to, to clips of that. So I guess I would go with him. Nice. Well, to close it out, Mark, what are three key takeaways you would give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Um, you know, be present, work hard, um, communicate. Again, I think probably said that multiple times in this thing, but it, it, you know, ultimately those are the three key things I think is super important. And, um, you know, listen, not everyone ends up getting lucky and able to have a career as long as I have, but, um, you know, if you have those three things, you certainly have a better chance of doing it. Mark, thank you so much. What a great career. Always a pleasure talking to you. And I certainly appreciate your time and expertise. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me on. Again, this is Travis Apple, and thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week.